Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. I'll be thinking. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hey guys, we are the Thinker Girls, talking stuff you're thinking but not saying each and every week. Thrilled that you're here to join us. If you do want to check out uh, what we do throughout the week, jump on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Thinker Girls. How you going, young mate? Yeah, I'm pretty good this week. What about you? Feeling good? Yeah. Well, you should be because we're about to introduce our hot seat hottie. Our guest for this week is an actress. She's a new mum. She's a good mate of yours, Stace. She's also a writer and the director of a new live comedy theatre show, which is called From Here to Maternity, which covers a survival mode you kind of got to go into, apparently, after the first 12 months of becoming a new mum. And her name is Lana Meltzer. Yeah, let's get her on the phone. Lana, it's the Thinker Girl. Yay! Hello, Lana Meltzer. Is that still your name? Did you change your name? No, well, actually, let's not get into that. I kind of did technically, but for all intents and purposes in the work world, I am still always will be a Meltzer. Okay, okay. Good to know. Good to know, girl. Hey, listen, thank you so much for joining our show. We're so excited by what you're doing. It's so nice to speak to you since we've known each other for such a long time. If you are new to the show uh, and you haven't listened, we each bring a gem to the table, something that's on our mind that we're thinking but not saying. Uh, We do a bit of a contents. If you want to listen to any of the other shows, iTunes or podcast.thinkergirl.com.au. Ladies, let's hash this out. Lana, what is on your mind? Oh, look, I've got to say, like, I recently, well, recently, as in like an hour ago, met up with a best friend of mine who's had a baby and having had a kid myself. And I don't know, I feel like, I don't know if women are talking about this, but there's that whole dialogue that at least goes on in your head after you have a baby that's kind of like a little bit, oh, it sounds a bit harsh, but like who your friends are. Mm. And there's like friends that... I don't want to say girlfriends because they could be guy friends who are like amazing and supportive and they're like your go-to buddy. And then the moment a baby comes along, things can get really mm. awkward. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Cause I should have given you a head, a heads up that we we're going to do a contents. So that is juicy. Cause Ooh, I have a few, I have a few girlfriends that are, are going to have babies. I reckon in the next 12 to 24 months, one we've just found out is pregnant and I'm really interested to hear how, that shifts, mm. particularly not being in a position to have a baby myself. So, right. young mate, what about you? What is, what's on your mind? I want to talk about how evil it is, but I do do this and so does everybody else, so don't pretend you don't. Um, on Facebook, <laughs> you keep people on there that piss you off, that are really annoying, but you don't delete them because they're so pathetic that you feel really good 
um, when you see their status updates. Oh man, it's yeah. a bit, it's a bit of a vo- it's a bit of a voyeuristic one this week, which yeah. is a big word that we learned when we started this show because everyone be like, "Oh, it's so voyeuristic," and I was like, "Oh, I better Google <laughs> Good word. what does that mean?" <laughs> and then I found out what it was. But this this episode is a bit because I want to talk about. I've just moved, well, not just, but recently moved back into a shared arrangement uh, with two chicks, and I just get petrified of hearing them, like the idea of hearing them have sex. Ooh. Like one, so you've just, experienced it. Well, I've experienced it in other shared houses. I know that it's, and I've experienced it with sleeping next door to my friends. Like it mm. is the mm. fucking mm. worst. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so I want to talk about that and hear okay. stories that you guys might have. Uh, Lana, you want to kick it off? Yeah, sure. Oh, and I should say to you, just in case you hear a duck sound effect by the name of Philip, he is the guy, the only guy that joins us that will rein us in uh, when we when we have to quit, when we have to move. So to if you topic. hear a duck quacking, don't be alarmed. Oh, I'll definitely need reining in. Yeah. So that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. After you've had a baby, you go. You're the guest, Lana. Well, I guess it's just sometimes one of those awkward things where it's like. Either the mum can go into total shutdown mode um, and cut off all her friends, which is okay because, you know, it's on one hand, look, look, I've been there. I've done the mum thing. I am a mum. I empathise. I sympathise with how full fucking on it is and exhausting. And it's like you kind of have to be selfish. So when friends are like, oh, my God, I want to come over tomorrow, it's like, "Um, no, that doesn't work for me, or Mm. maybe it will. And you you have to be that flexible. and You kind of want a friend who's not going to make it feel harder than it is. Mm. Um, And it's interesting how shit can come up in relationships with your best buds who maybe are not at all interested in kids, don't get what it's about, Mm -hmm. um, and it can sometimes put in a bit of a divide and you don't want to be that person who's like, oh, well, I've had a baby, you've got to, you know, like be a bit bitchy about like, well, I'm the one who's had the baby, you've got to bend to what I need. And at the same time, you don't want to be like, well, you don't have a baby, you don't get it. Like, mm. But it, there is this undercurrent of you don't understand, well, you don't understand. And, mm. you know, wh- oh, why don't you come out? It's like, well, I can't, I've got a kid and yeah. I'm sleep deprived. I don't want to go out maybe. And it's just like... It, there's this thing where it's like other women want to be able to get and relate to women who have had babies. Even if they haven't had a baby, maybe they don't ever want one. Who cares? Everyone's free to do what they want. But I feel like there's an unspoken dialogue of like almost this unspoken rivalry of like whose lives are more important or what's more important. And it's kind of a little bit interesting. Does, does Lana, uh, being somebody who doesn't have a baby and are not planning on starting a family for quite some time, and I don't really have any of my besties that have kids, mm. so you'll be able to fill me in on this. Does what you need as somebody who has a child once you become a mother, does what you need from a friendship change or can it actually stay the same? It re—it's a really good question. It's really—it really depends on what the relationship was like before, because yeah. you might have had like a girlfriend. I was just speaking to. She had a girlfriend who was very, very, very has a girlfriend, very, very um, needy, and they had, their relationship was very much speak to each other every single day, see each other all the time, go out all the time, party a lot, dancing a lot, drinking a lot, um, which was great and it served its purpose and it's wonderful. But the person who's had the kid is like, well that's not what I can do right now. So, yes, it does change because I, they simply can't be doing what their prior relationship was doing. Mm, mm. 
Mm. Um, I get like it's it's kind of full on for me because I, I guess I've got lots of friends. Most of my friends now are married, uh, and a lot of them will be looking to have children soon. We've just had one of the girls uh, that I went to high school with that particular group of friends uh, yeah. has announced that she's pregnant, and I feel like that might you know trickle a lot of others. Do you think as a mom? You know, some of your friendships, like you saw them staying a certain way, but then did you find yourself changing? Like, did you find you changed, therefore you didn't have the same things in common with some friends? Or how how does it work? Um, yeah, like I felt, um, like I think prior to having kids, being around those that did have kids, I would not fully understand it. So I try yeah. to be aware and yeah, sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. And But I, I guess at the end of the day, looking back now, having had the kid, I'm like, wow, I really had no clue. Like, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand why they can't see me tomorrow. Why did she cancel? That's so annoying. Doesn't she get that I have a life? I might have had those thoughts. But then being then, then on this side of the fence, it's like um, those who... I felt I try to do the other opposite, whereas my friends who haven't had kids who will come over and they'll be lovely and, and sympathetic and they'll be like, oh, I want to see the baby and talk about the baby. And I'd be like, actually, let's not talk about the baby. Like, what's going on with your life? I want to hear about you. How's work? Mm-hmm. You know, tell, tell me about the real world out there. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm overcompensating to hear about them because I'm like I don't want them to think that I'm that person who can't have a proper conversation now because yeah. there's the baby. It's hard. You know? I mean we had we had one particular friend and she was the only one that had children at that time like mid-20s so mm-hmm. it was really um it was different and it would have been really hard for her and I did feel sometimes it was funny because we weren't that close before she had her kids which is weird and then I broke up so I became with with my man at the time so I became single she was married with two kids and yet we bonded mm-hmm. and it was yeah. really strange because I That's think awesome. I yeah. I had compassion to her I just made sure she knew we could talk about her kids if she wanted and I yeah. and I mean it wasn't all the time that we did but I do think it does come back and I really do hope this uh, for a lot of my friends but I I do think it comes back to your your values of your friendship and I suppose for me even though I might not be in the position right now family's really important you know kids yeah. and a, yeah. a part of that is really important to me and whether it happens at different times times I guess I'm still able at 31 almost 32 able to understand that this is a part of life that we all get to do now whether it's my part right now or not like it kind of feels like I don't know it's important to me so I understand that it should be important to them too does that make sense so I guess I'm hoping that that will continue to keep us all, all tied and, and there won't be too many issues with lifestyle And, and Lana, that's kind of what I meant earlier when I said, do, do you think what you need out of a friendship actually changes? Because maybe, maybe it actually doesn't. You know what I mean? Like the one friend that I've got that, that does have a baby, her, I feel like her needs within our friendship never really changed. Even yeah. though she obviously there had been a big change from her not having a kid to then having one and becoming a first time mum and going through all of that, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't like this. Okay, let's talk about me and let's talk about the baby and let's decide what names and let me tell you all about this stuff because it just yeah. I don't know our conversation and our discussion. It was never. I never thought about it. Like I never went shit. She's pregnant, so I've got to ask her about being pregnant now. It just kind yeah. of came up. Like, it wasn't a conscious effort to go, oh, 
now, yeah, now that ha- yeah, yeah. Now your feeling is also how are you feeling like you've got a massive belly, like your back probably hurts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than it's like, oh shit, do I have to know that she's uh, seventeen weeks and and, and yeah. this is happening? Do you know what I mean? Like I think it's also about everybody. I think it's also about the pregnant woman understanding as well, or the person that's having the baby is that the other person's the other per- the part of the friendship won't know that stuff too. Like everybody's trying to figure it out together, I would imagine. But you don't need to pretend to either because sometimes yeah. I would be like, shit, how many weeks? Oh, my God. Like, and, and there was a part of me that at first I was like, oh, I should know this. And then I was like, hang on, no, I shouldn't because like – uh, you're busy and you've got your own shit going oh, on. So forgive me no. if I don't actually know. But I feel like if I was trying to make up for that, that would have then changed our our friendship because it's like, almost insincere. I think you basically hit the nail on the head. Like if you've got an awesome two-way relationship where one girlfriend is not more codependent on the other and you're both just aware that, oh, hey, well, sorry, I didn't realise the brain frontal lobe was developing this week yeah, you know like yeah, you're not meant yeah. to know that shit like yeah. you know like and if you're just genuinely like hey how are you going and just ask questions to the pregnant woman or the mum with the barb but by the same token the new mum's like maybe not complete like, I understand it's all absorbing but maybe just having a, a sense of well hang on this friend doesn't fully have kids and isn't in that world let's they don't have to be sucked into that vortex entirely like just having a bit of awareness for each other um then it can be a beautiful thing it's just yeah, interesting how that true. stuff can sometimes Isn't come it, up. And it can actually strengthen friendships, to be honest. Like, I, like Stay said, it can totally strengthen. I know Phil, it went off seven years ago, but isn't it interesting, just quickly before we change topic, that yeah. you don't actually ever look at your friendship or often look at your relationship or the dynamic before something like that happens? Like totally. When you're talking, I'm thinking of all my friends and I'm like, what's the dynamic? Who's more dependent on the other? And it's weird yeah. when you don't even... I don't know. It's just like you don't even think about it until you need, until you th- until, until you, you need to. Or, yeah, no, totally. or unless you're me who thinks about everything. So yeah, I've thought about all of that with my friendships. Please, like, <laughs> I analyze fucking everything, especially my friendships. Yes. Oh my god, I do my head in. Um, so Philip did go off. Young May, do you want? Oh, should I go? Um, no, yeah. I want to finish on the sex. Can we talk okay. about Facebook for a second? Yeah, yeah. This is really evil, but I can guarantee you that anybody that has Facebook or has had Facebook would have done this. There's people that piss you off. There's people that overshare. There's people that post too many baby photos. There's people that complain. There's people that are like trying to be all cryptic and shit with the quotes that they post, but you mm. can really tell that it's fairly blatant what they're referring to. All of these <laughs> things may or may not piss you off to varying degrees, but... But I can guarantee you there are probably people that piss you off. But secretly, you kind of enjoy seeing that shit that they post and you refuse to delete them. And I had this conversation with my boyfriend the other day. He goes, oh, I can't even remember who it was. I don't know one of his family friends or something. X is so fucking annoying. And I was like, just delete. He's like, no, I can't do that because it's too entertaining. And it's so true. I've got chicks that I went to school with that were maybe like the popular girl in in high school. And then you're just like, wow. And it's so evil and nasty. But you just think, I did not expect that particular person to be doing that now. And I don't do it. I don't do it. I I know you're not going to believe me, but I don't. I like, I just don't. I I unfollow people that I have to be friends with 
that I guess I would prefer not to be. So I do, they don't come up in my feed for that reason. I don't, I mean, we've had this conversation before about Instagram as well. I reckon mm. years ago, Christy, when I was like, why are you girls following people that make you feel like shit? And so they might not be making you feel like shit, but I've just had this like, I don't know, there's so much gossip and bullshit, particularly in our industry. I don't need extra bad juju. I don't. I, I, I just. Try, Stacey's I just definitely taken the higher ground. Yeah. Good on you. Good Look, on I you, Dale. I, I am guilty as charged. It's not. I don't judge you guys for doing it. I just think I don't really know where. I think it might have been the Buddhist thing. Like I think it's like what you put out and all that bullshit. I just. I don't know. Like. And no, don't get, I don't... agree. I think it's great. But I've like, there is people I actually like, it's a bad word. My mum's like, never use that word. But I actually hate on Facebook. But I get some kind of sick pleasure in seeing the bullshit they post. Don't get me wrong. I'm not having these like evil sessions where I sit down and I go through a list of names and go through their lame posts. But <laughs> I'm just talking in the scheme. When they pop up. In the scheme of what a feed is that... <gasps> It's not something that's ruining my entire day, but it's something that it's something you know, like it's hilarious. A, a post, you get, I get humor out of it. A, po- um, a post that I see that you eye roll, that you go, oh, here we go, and then you just you get over it in seven seconds and scroll down to something else. Well, exactly, I'm not gonna lie, exactly. I get. I'm not gonna lie, I get the initial feeling. Like I'm not saying that I don't laugh or. And Chrissy and I, we do it a fair bit with radio heads. Like there's like all different people in the industry. That, I must that, admit, but that's who I'm I talking do do about, Stacey. Yeah. That's a type of person I'm talking about. I'm not talking about oh, somebody okay, who's... sorry. Somebody I don't who's, take the high road all the no, time with that. not yeah, somebody yeah. who's had some horrible fucking accident and then and then I'm laughing at their bad luck and misfortune. I'm just talking about people that you go, of course you would post but that. But there are, there are, yeah. I am yeah. saying, there's been like people, yeah. particularly that we would go to high school with or whatever and then my high school friends, everyone would want to talk about it or this person's pouting or this person's doing this and I just went, I, I could very easily get amongst that and don't, I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I never have, but what I will do after a bit is unfollow. Mm. And I just will go, don't put that in your day where you're tempted to do that because it's just I don't just know how I'm friends with like probably 95% of the people I'm friends with. Like I have no recollection of ever clicking, yes, I'll follow you. Yes, I did a cull. I did a yeah. cull about two years ago. So I think that's so where it helped me. Like I changed my Facebook to a private face. Like I've got a private Facebook and a work Facebook. Mm. And so it allowed me to cull so many people mm. and not people that I dislike, but just people. I don't know. I started to get to a point where on my Facebook, I wasn't confident to just write a status. Like mm. I would think about what I was going to say. And then I was like, isn't this supposed to be a communication form with my family mm. and friends? Don't I have a... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Enough places where I'm fucking just exploding my insides out to everybody who wants to listen. Yeah. I need somewhere where I can go and just be like, I did this, this is really cool, and I don't care if there's a spelling mistake in it. So I, I kind of mm-hmm. culled all that because we have so much other of that in our lives on our other pages. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That's a that's a valid point. You don't want to feel like if it is that forum for you that you're going to be judged or criticised by whatever you may want to say or express. Yeah, yeah. and it allows you to be proud of stuff. So I suppose yeah. maybe that's the times we're seeing. So maybe the times that everybody's giggling at some people, maybe that's the way they see it. Maybe that's they think that they're doing those proud moments or they're doing those, I really want to share this because they think, Christy, you're closer to them than, than you oh, think you are to them. Oh, don't make me feel worse about it than I already do. I already said I feel like an absolute biatch. And isn't this supposed to be a safe forum? No. Um, no, honestly. I think, I think yeah, it's interesting who you've got on your Facebook. It's not until sometimes you scroll through your friends list that you go, what the hell? I actually have zero idea who you are. Like there's some people on there that you go, Oh, that's a friend of a friend or when I went traveling or someone from school or oh, someone's yeah. brother. But there are actually and legitimately people when I've scrolled through my friends that I just go, I actually do not know who you are. I've yeah, never yeah. seen you before. I've never met you before. I've never come across your face. I don't know anybody that you know. That you just go, how did this happen? It's like magic. If I don't call you on the phone to chat. There's a very good chance, or I have no intention of catching up with you in the in the future. You're not you're not on my. Oh, Facebook. piece off! You would have hundreds of people on your. How many people would you have on your personal Facebook? I think two hundred, like in the two hundred. What you would call two hundred people or catch up with? Oh, I people. reckon a good seventy. That's my family. Like yeah. I have a fucking massive family. Um, but I mean, I'm not saying next week. I'm saying ever. Like if I ever think I would never want to catch up with you. There's heaps of people that I used to work with that I think I'll probably end up working with you again. Or if, if I end up running into you, yeah, I'd be happy to catch you. I'd have, I'd have a beer with you. I'm not saying I would be, I'm trying to fit them all into my schedule. But if there's someone on there that I would literally be like, I would never want to sit down and have a beer with you. Why the fuck are they my friend? It's very true. Mm. It's very true. But having said that, again, no judgment because Facebook's used for different things for different people. Mm. And I have every Joe Blow and their dog on all my other pages. So mm. it's it's just for that particular one. Plus, you know, I don't know. You Like you go through breakups and you need a place to cull all those people. Do you know what I mean? Like I went through that too, which helped. I've got a lot of – I've got friends that are close friends and that's pretty much – it. Like I don't, I'm not one of those people like you say that maybe has like 70 to 100 people that you catch up with. If I if I culled all these people, I'd, I'd have nobody left. I'd have a Facebook of about 16 people. But I didn't say I would catch up with 70 to 100 people. Yeah, my Facebook would yes. definitely be the, the double digit, not triple. I'm like, 70 I don't really have, to 100 people. I don't have that many friends, if I'm completely honest. That's fucking hilarious. No, the people I catch up with or talk to are on my favourites on my phone and let me count how how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, including my mum and dad. So, not many. Oh, I'm going to count mine right now. Oh, yeah. Who are your favourites on your phone? Um, I think it's all family. Oh, no. Okay. Two, three, I've four, got a cousin, husband, seven, dad, mum and dad home, my mum's work, my mum's profile, my <laughs> sister, my brother, and two girlfriends at the bottom. Stacey, you're third on my list. Yeah, you're on my list, young mate. Yeah, because you used to be number... Oh, no. 
Oh, hang on. Where's this going? No, I think it was different. Ooh, you, ooh, no, no, no. I it's a nerve here. No, it used to be it, it different because I used to, Zane used to be my favourite, my boyfriend, because we were long distance. But now that we live together, he's right down the bottom of the list. So it's bumped. Mm. It's bumped everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Just like my, MySpace. Remember that when you'd have like your yeah. top twelve friends? Well, you could move them around. So controversial. I've got two, I've got two besties, mum, then more besties, cousin, and then dad, another friend, and you, young mate. How's this? I've got. Nana Lois, who is my boyfriend's nana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, talk sex and not okay. in a good way. My fave. Because I have moved back into a shared house arrangement and I'm just petrified of hearing my housemates have sex. It's just the worst. I had a housemate when I've had housemates for my whole life. Um, the one in my last house, I was away every weekend. So mm. we didn't really spend time together on the weekends because I would head back to Melbourne. So he had the house to himself. Sorry, and I would up, be... sorry to interrupt. Are you breathing really loudly? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to say, it's really loud. I can hardly hear. <laughs> Are you getting I just excited? Heard myself <laughs> breathe really loudly. And I was like, oh, I hope they didn't hear that. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of really, and it's sort of. Really <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about <laughs> sex. Okay. We haven't heard you breathe like that until we brought up this topic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually oh sitting God. here on the floor of my room stretching. Sorry if I embarrassed okay, so you, but I had to ask. She's doing yoga, like the second, as we talk about sex, which I've got to tell you, don't do that because you don't know when you, yoga's funny. It can bring out all kinds of different feelings. Anyway, another podcast day um, <laughs> for that topic. So I am petrified because I've had, my last housemate was that the last house before there in Cairns, I was on my own for, and away a lot again on the weekends. And the house before that, I would hear my housemate all the time. And I was like, Did you ever say anything? No, I will never, ever, ever not want my housemate to be pleasured. That is oh. not something I will not hey, ever can't want Can't you them. say it on the sly, though? Like, without saying, I heard you. You could say it in no. a roundabout, no. funny way. Because like, i tell you what, you know what? Mm. who doesn't win? The person having sex isn't winning either because they're trying to be quiet. Like, do you know what I mean? So why, if someone oh, has so to that's lose. that's my question. Were they trying to be quiet? You can well, hear the difference between going yeah. for it and not giving it's a shit and trying to be quiet. It's actually very funny that you say that because I have slept next to a friend uh, and their partner before. And obviously I'm not going to mention names. But I remember talking to another friend. I was mortified that I could hear them. So I rang another friend <laughs> and I was like, I can hear so-and-so having sex. Can you? And and then we were laughing, giggling, and then this particular friend on the phone said to me, I reckon that they are totally doing it louder. On purpose. Yep. And I was yeah. like, what the uh. fuck? That is so fucked up. And I'm like, no way. That couldn't happen. And then I thought, maybe people do that. Maybe yeah. there is yeah, this thing of like, on. Yeah. that's fucked. Okay, so I take everything back because in, in the case where people are doing it on purpose, that's disgusting. Excuse like, don't there's incorporate in, there's me in entire your four, There's entire fetishes for that. People, what do you think flashes are all about? Because they're all about the shock and the weirdness of other people seeing them. And I think it's, I think it would be the oh, same. Well, I've been exposed. I feel like I've been abused. But it would be the same the for people hearing them, like the thrill and the danger. Why do you think you have sex in public places? And why do you think it's a turn on? The the entire sexiness of it. not people you it. know. Like I'm all for like doing it public and having a risk that potentially some people might see you, but you don't know them. Don't you think it's weird when like, 
it might be a housemate or or you know the person. Well, that, that's, that's a different ball game. That's out there. But honestly, I've been in a hotel room and and you've been I've been loud and not given a fuck. Like yeah, actually, because you don't. Yeah, know but people. not yeah. but not on purpose. I haven't done it loud on purpose. But honestly, it was a bit like it's like you're never going to see these people again. And I was like, no, yeah, exactly. I was like, no, let them hear. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's a bit of yeah. that. There was like, nah, stop. Well, it. I'm never no, oh. let them hear. But I'm just generally loud in all forms of my life. Mm. So that's not yeah. going to be any different. And I suppose I just get lost in the moment. So I am. I'm not a person that is thinking about anyone you're else other than. The person in front of me or on top of me, ideally. Or below well, you. I, or actually below me, ideally. Or behind me. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> I've probably been on the other side of it where I've been that loud person. Um, and done it on purpose, Lana. No, 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 no. It's not on purpose. It's just I don't give a fuck, but they happen to be my neighbour. So, like, we used yeah. to live in, like, five townhouses and they all just had these thin walls connecting. And I could hear, she was a divorcee with her, who lived there with her daughter. And I could hear her when she was chatting to her daughter in that room. Yeah. So I was like, they saying to my husband, I was like, they definitely hear us. Like, she hears us. And then she'd like, see me the next day. It's like, hi, hi, how are oh. you? They're our dogs, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and Jessie's like, oh, who cares? Who cares? Whatever. We're not going to not like, we're not, like our life. But I was always had that like moment of embarrassment when I bumped into her the next day. But I, I was think like, so. I'm not going to not. not. Uh, no, I think housemates the same as the general yeah. public. Like, there's, I mean, sorry, neighbours are the same as the general public. I think it is different when for you housemates, know them. though. Like, you're all living in the same house. It's almost like you're in the same room when you can hear someone having sex. Can like, I just say, you think it's bad to hear your housemates having sex or friends having sex? I have heard no. my parents. Parents, no. yeah, me too. Me too. It's the worst sex. thing ever. I'm still traumatized. It was once. Uh, it's only been once. I reckon I was about 15 or 16 at the time, and I couldn't sleep. It was in the middle of the night, and oh, I fuck. heard it. And it was almost to the point where it was so scarring that I can kind of still hear it now. Like, oh, it's yeah, I, I'm with you there. Like, I, it's, it's so traumatic if I think about my experience. I, I, like, I can't, like, I shrivel up. I just can't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. That is the close. Because when people talk about, oh, my parents, blah, 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 my parents divorced so long ago that I guess I've never been one of those people that's like, gross, because they've just always been separated. But I suppose now I think about the housemate thing, I can relate. Because even though they might not be related or the they're parents, like your they're still really in your home. And it's yeah. a bit weird. And mm, and mm. I and I want them to be like a lot of the time like their girlfriends or their people that I care about that are on the same age they're single they're same as me so it should be all cool but there's just something yeah. that's cringy about mm. it and I wish I yeah. I just oh it's just the worst and also my friend pointed out it makes you feel really mm. lonely like I'm not really a person that goes to bed thinking. Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, not I'm not really... having sex right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. And I'm not also... Yeah, I have my lonely moments, Sundays when I'm hungover and not my strongest self. But I guess overall, I'm not really a person that's like Bridget Jones, you know? Like, I, but then I guess in some moments when I've heard it over the years, I've gone, oh, this is awkward. And you don't have anyone to giggle with about it. You feel really by yourself because yeah, it's but, them together yeah. and you're just mortified fucking on your own feeling 
looking like a creep. I don't know. I don't know that it makes it any. I don't know that it. Do you reckon it makes it easier though? Like hearing your friends go at it if you're in a relationship? I think it's equally as weird. Well, if you're in a relationship of constantly not having sex and hearing your roommates have sex. But even if you are having sex, even if you're having sex on a regular basis, yet, yet hearing someone you know, it still is freaky. It is, yeah. but at least you can giggle about it with someone and, and go it's and talk true. about Lana it with someone. It's true, Lana gets it. Like, it's still gross, but then at least you're not laying there. Trust me, Christy. <laughs> you're laying there and you can hear and you're like, you've got no... That's why I called my friend that time. Excuse I was like, me. I can't be you're laying here You're telling hearing. somebody who has heard their parents fucking. So don't even talk to me about... What it's like to be on your own hearing something <laughs> freaky. I'm all about that. I know. That. Sorry, let's just hope my housemates listen to this and are quiet forever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would not want that. I wouldn't no, because I know wouldn't. I'm loud and everybody wants loud sex. So right. it's like, Do you know what you know, can help, um, Stace? Is pillows? No, seriously, you can get really oh. good quality earplugs. I have them. She's got them. Yeah, oh. I have them. So at the moment, they could have been having sex but while I've lived there and I haven't heard them so far. So this yeah. is all good. Mm. Okay. So, okay. yeah. And that is how we will end. Hey, right. let us know if you've got a housemate or you've heard your parents. I want to hear about who you have, you listening, um, who you've heard have sex because I don't know if we can top Christy's parents, but we'll chuck it up on our Facebook page and get everybody to weigh in. Hopefully people admit who they would have heard. Do you mm. think that's something you'd admit in public? Maybe, yeah, maybe if they're not. But it depends whether they, like, came to the party afterwards and were like, that was awkward. I could hear you last night. Yeah, true. Have fun. That's why I feel a creep because I don't mention it. I I think if you mentioned it, if you mentioned it, it'd be funnier. I yeah, think that would be fun to hear people who have heard and confronted and what that I, dialogue has been. That would be a funny feel, thing. I feel like I need to be, I don't know, I don't want to bring it up because I would never want anybody to mute themselves for me. And I, I think I, I like sex is better loud for me. So fuck if mm. someone's getting it, then go for it. Really. No, yeah. I'd be, I'd be knocking yeah, on the yeah. door like, keep it down. Oh, all right, cramps. Were <laughs> <laughs> you doing that to your mum and dad, champ? <laughs> oh no, no, I wasn't actually. Oh my good lordy lord! All right, oh, Lance, brilliant. it's been absolutely amazing to have you. Oh, thanks for having me, girls. And we're so excited about your show. Uh, could you give us all the details? If anybody does want to buy tickets uh, and remind them one more time where they can see you and, and where they can buy their tickets. Yeah, yeah. So we're opening in two weeks at Theatreworks in St Kilda. Um, you just go to the Theatreworks well, website. Actually, I'll let you know that your um, your show will be this week by the time we air. So oh, awesome. it'll be this week coming up. It is, um, let me just look at the date. In a the week. 10th. It'll be your dates are the tenth, Wednesday the tenth of June through yep. to Saturday the thirteenth of June, and then there's no uh, sun- like a no Sunday fourteenth Sunday. No, 14th. then there's I was about to say then there's a matinee on the Sunday the fourteenth. So yeah, um, all yeah. the other shows are eight pm, uh, and you can find out more information and tickets at theaterworks.org.au. Yep. Brilliant, girl. Yay. Well, good luck with it. And thank, thank you so much so for joining much. us. Thanks, girl. Um, if you want to listen to any of our other shows, as I've mentioned before, do head to iTunes. Please subscribe. I'm going to ask you guys a bit of a favour this week uh, and see if there's a chance you could chuck this podcast up on your Facebook feed 
Or if that's not your thing, because we know that sharing isn't your thing and we don't really like preaching people to do, you know, stuff and, and promote if they're not really up for it, just maybe mention to a friend that you listened. Because I think word of mouth is really powerful. So it'd be great to say, hey, I'm listening to the Think Girls, the podcast. And if they don't know how to use podcasts, you could maybe run them through how to do it. Um, I think and a that lot is of pe- our, little, our yeah. little question, a little ask for you this week. A lot of people are scared of podcasts, I think. But as soon as you are like, it's on iTunes, just click play. It's it's pretty easy. So <laughs> just if they're like, if it's a bit tricky, they mm. can head to podcast.thinkagirl.com.au and just put in the earphones and yeah, press play. So just, you stream yeah. it online. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty simple. And that's how you find us. Uh, but till next week. Thanks, Lans. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Erin Holland joins us. Erin is a beauty queen winning Miss World Australia a few years back. But she's also a singer, a TV host, a dancer and a charity worker. And she opens up about what it's like to be pigeonholed into doing just one thing like modelling. Because, as you heard, she could do a tad more than walk up and down the runway. Having been a former Miss World and a beauty queen, sometimes people go, oh, okay, so you're a model. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually a singer and a dancer. Like I studied that at uni. They kind of go, whoa, what? Like... You have talent to make. Yeah, actually. Oh, what is this? Cannot compute. I know it's Mm. like you do stuff. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Hey, you. You're looking for some more. Well, clearly, they're sticking around for something. <laughs> well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What have we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Thinker Girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast. We've got, <laughs> what else have we got? Cool we've girl got... stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs>